Welcome to Irish Exit Everything. My name is Frank, and there was a constant battle between familiarity and novelty. How is a person supposed to grow and develop if nobody likes change? What's something people say when they like you the way that you currently are? Oh, Frank, you're so funny. Don't ever change, man. Don't ever change. People hate change. Why? Because people like routines and knowing what's what and who's who. If you change that, they've lost control of what they know, and now they have to put in the work to refamiliarize. So people resist change, and yet we're supposed to change and grow and evolve. Now, I'm talking about people, but this conflict between familiarity and novelty is much more visible, I guess, in businesses and technology and such. Um, I was listening to a marketing webinar the other day, and they brought up this concept called the Maya Principle, which was developed by a designer named Raymond Lowy. And Maya is an acronym for most advanced yet acceptable. Basically, as I'm sure you can guess, uh, most advanced yet acceptable means that you have to give consumers the most advanced design, but not so advanced that they don't recognize your brand, um, or it's too much of a change at that point. And in this webinar, they give the example of Tropicana's failure to rebrand. Um, I guess back in 2009, Tropicana, which is owned by Pepsi, uh, decided to change the design of their orange juice cartons. And everybody knows Tropicana when they see it, right? It's the iconic orange with a straw sticking out of it. Uh, well, the new design didn't have that. They basically just made the new carton look like it was full of orange juice. And even the name Tropicana was in much smaller font. So the brand was unrecognizable, therefore not acceptable. And in two months of this new design, Tropicana's sales had dropped by 20%. So after those two months, they just switched back to the iconic orange with the straw. Um, they spent $35 million on the redesign and their sales dropped 20%. So Tropicana ended up losing like $50 million because they wanted to change. And if you think that's bad, uh, apparently Gap had tried to rebrand back in 2010. And everybody knows the Gap logo too. It's the, the blue square with the word Gap in it. Simple yet recognizable. Um, well, back in 2010, they had designed a new logo. It was the word gap, but the blue square was smaller than the word, and it was like sitting on top of the letter P in gap. And everybody was like, what the fuck is that? And after only like six days, gap switched back to their original logo, but apparently they lost like $100 million on that rebrand fiasco. So Gap and Tropicana obviously didn't think about the Maya principle when they attempted the rebrands most advanced yet acceptable. There's got to be a balance between familiarity and novelty because people don't like change. And after watching that webinar, I got to thinking if the Maya principle applies to people, can a person rebrand? I remember when I first had a beard, um, I shaved it after a year or so. And I posted a picture on Facebook, you know, as people do when they change their look. And there were so many comments like, oh my God, you look so different. And uh, I miss the beard. And when I grew out my beard again, everything was back to normal, business as usual. So my beard has kind of become my brand. And even people I meet in passing will tell me when we cross paths again, oh, I remember you, I recognize that beard, right? So 
If I were to rebrand, I would have to do so with my beard because that's what's acceptable. But that's me. Um, I wanted to talk to a different brand, someone else, who has basically been the same person my whole life. And that's my lifelong best friend, Sean, who is notorious for being a hater, a lovable hater. And his circumstances are about to change when he becomes a father. So I was curious how or if his hater lifestyle was going to adhere to the Maya principle. So here's our conversation. I don't mean this as an insult. I'll say that right now. Uh, All right. <laughs> I'm just trying to give the listeners some context here. Um, yeah. As the self-appointed hater of our friend yeah. group, yeah. you seem to go out of your way to dislike, you know, pop culture, popular people, popular opinion. Pretty much anything that is universally loved, you hate. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, what's funny is that I wasn't sure which topic that you were going to bring about on the phone because you're keeping it a surprise, but I actually went to bed uh, thinking about it. I'm like, I bet you he's going to ask you about being a hater. <laughs> you got yeah, it. Would, Bingo. You would agree that I was a, I'm a hater. Uh, yeah, I mean, for example, you know, Will Ferrell, uh, you know, really, really funny actor. Most people adore him. You can't stand the guy, and from, from what I can tell, it's just because he's so popular. Uh, well, I don't think I go out of my way like you claim <laughs> to hate. I just think some people uh, try really hard in comedy. Um, as myself, I try really hard, and there's some stretching moments. But no way am I a professional in comedy, so my opinion is just my opinion. But it might come across that I'm trying to go out of my way. There's just, I think everyone can agree. There's just people that, I don't know, you just don't jive with. And Will Ferrell is not one of those guys. But more power to him. He makes more money than I do. So what do I know? I think you know some things. Well. <laughs> Again, just trying to give the people uh, some context here on uh, how much you actually hate. But um, now, uh, moving forward, uh, you have a child on the way. Uh, sweet baby Jensen, right? Yep, that's correct. So my question is, are you going to change or adapt your, your mindset after your son is born? Um, I think that uh, with <laughs> the hate involved with a lot of things, like common culture and all that stuff, um, probably my attitude towards things, not blatantly shouting it out, trying to get a uh, – a rise out of anybody might change. Um, yeah, pretty much. I think we're just going to play it by ear because I see everybody <laughs> else raising, you know, raising kids. And I'm like, God, I wish I could do it this way differently, but I won't know until I know, you know? Right. But you think you can do everything until it's, it's on you and your responsibility. So mm -hmm. I don't know. This is things that you go to sleep at night going, well, hopefully they don't turn out to be quite the, the jerk like me when it comes to hating things but i want them to know that in this society even though some people are afraid to use their own opinions nowadays uh just with the culture change you know it's like oh if you're if you're only on one side of the the deal you know it that's what you should accept no you know just to be able to stand out and be different if you want to but you don't have to go on the hater aid side i just i just choose to be there it's just it's more simple to hate things <laughs> more, more, the love thing. 
I don't know if it's more simple to hit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously that's that's the way you think. But um, it's yeah. interesting they say you describe it as like standing your ground, you know, making a stand when everyone mm-hmm. else sees it as hating. Uh, yeah. Because like your son is going to look up to you, and he'll want to be just like you. And yeah. like like we said, your brand is hating, hating on everything, <laughs> going against the grain. So and if you want if he wants to do that, I would say that can be. A difficult path to take because like we said people view it as just hating and not taking a stand right yeah so it's just one of those things where if he ever were to come to me let's say and uh when he's older and he's got like in his own opinion i'm like great you could have your own opinion but i think just having that understanding that people are going to look at him differently or what the situation could be if he i mean he voices that opinion right i mean mm-hmm. there's things where in life where you might have an opinion towards something that you might as well keep it inside yourself, knowing the the environment that you're in, unless you can well defend yourself. That's a good point. So are, are you changing your mentality for your son, or does the fact that you're having a son change your mentality? Um, I mean, there, there's a time when you need to grow up, and then there's a, a time where you can have fun. Obviously, when we chat online, that's just me <laughs> having fun with anybody that is willing to deal with me and, until you meet my uh, the mic. But um, I think it's I think it's just proper. I mean, there's no proper way to raise a kid in society. You think there is, but I mean, you don't know what your kid's gonna be. It could be a shy kid. It could be anything. Right. So um, you just have to adapt, I would assume. But I won't know until you know he's able to talk to me. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I gotta pra- I gotta practice what is the norm, and that's trying to raise the best child. But what is the best child? I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> tell you. For me to find out, and everybody else is to just get them around people that can influence them. So, in regards to let's say you know we were talking about Will Ferrell, um, <laughs> would I would I introduce him to movies that Will Ferrell did? Sure, I'll expose him to it if it involves <laughs> another really good comedian in the movie. Oh, as long as Will Ferrell's not the the feature star. Well, I think he's a feature star in any movie that he did, but let's be honest, not every Will Ferrell movie is great. Well, I mean, no. There's going to be yeah. some duds in there, but uh, I think a, a good number of them are great. Well, like I said, I wasn't I should be a critic by nature, but I'm not. So, <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just the what do you call those couch potato critics? So, Mhm. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, wow, everyone knows what my opinion is going to be, so why even ask? Good point. But, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to change that, trying to do things that I normally don't do. It's called getting out of your comfort zone. It's a good way to look at it. Well, I'm excited for you and for your son. I think he's going to have some interesting things to say for sure, no matter uh, how he ends up. <laughs> I think everyone's pumped to see if he says the same things, if I expose him to video games, if he says the same comments or whatever, but. Oh, I'm sure. We'll have to hold out. <laughs> we still got a ways away from that, so. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I appreciate you uh, talking to me for a few minutes on your yeah. day off. What the people want. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but we're going to give it to them anyway. That's right. <laughs> All right I'm, I'm sure I'll talk to you sometime this weekend. All right, cool. All right, see you, man. All right, see you. So, Sean has to rebrand himself because he has a child on the way, and I think he is adhering to the Maya principle. 
He's changing because he used to be a hater in all situations, and he didn't give a shit at all. I can confirm that. But because of his son, he'll still be a hater, but he will give a shit and consider when to express that hatred. So Sean is rebranding as a cautious hater. Most advanced, yet acceptable. And I thought it was interesting that he said that he's going to try to raise his son in the best way possible, of course, but he also said, who really knows what's the best way? You just gotta do it your way and hope for the best. And I think that goes with rebranding too. Obviously Tropicana and Gap thought that rebranding the way they did was the best way to go, but they were very wrong. So maybe you'll get it wrong too, or maybe you'll get it right. But you gotta grow somehow. You gotta change because familiarity breeds contempt and complacency. So Irish exit familiarity. But not so much that you're uncomfortable with yourself. I know people say you have to step outside your comfort zone to grow, but I don't think that's necessary. So also Irish exit novelty. You see the dilemma? There's gotta be a sweet spot in there somewhere. I guess it's trial and error until you find out. Luckily, you're not a multi-million dollar corporation designing a new logo, so you're only risking a bad haircut and a few disgusting activated charcoal smoothies to rebrand yourself. Thanks for listening to this absurdity, and I hope your rebrand includes joining me next time. Irish exit everything. Irish exit everything.